Whew, okay, I feel so much better now. Um, here's what I've taken away from the last few weeks, last few months of my life. There's a difference between being inspired by something or someone and just completely riding someone else's wave. Like, I feel like we are supposed to be inspired by each other. That's how a community of people evolve, right? One person sees from another person how they could be doing better and then the next person sees how in that person they're inspired by something that they have and so they go and be better in this area of their life and then like it's just a ripple effect everyone everyone has their own uh splash (laughs) we're all just sending out different vibrations to each other you may not catch every single one of the vibrations that someone next to you is sending out, but you'll catch the ones that are meant for you. But not all of those vibrations are good. Some people just have bad energy. But none of that is permanent, though. Like... Just have one comment, one situation could just brighten up your whole day. Like someone's negative energy can disappear in a matter of seconds, in a millisecond, with the right words or the right situation. Yet for some reason, we feel like we have to hold on to things, hold on to an identity, hold on to a past version of ourself, hold on to a relationship, hold on to a situation that just doesn't even make you feel good. Like you really have to ask, well, how does this label, this identity make me feel? How does this life that I've curated and that I've been in for some time, like how does this really feel to me? Am I just saying it's good enough? Am I getting angry at little things here and there, at people throughout the day? Am I getting agitated? Is it them that's the problem or is it me? Am I hating a certain part of my life and I'm projecting that onto them? Like we are responsible for the vibrations that we send out, the energy we give. That is our responsibility. So it doesn't matter what bucket you put yourself in. You are you. Your energy is still going to be your energy. Is that energy that you are letting into your life, is it positive? Does it make you feel good? Or do you get angry? Do you get upset, sad? Do you feel guilty? And so you pick a label that makes you feel less guilty.
I was talking with my friend Russell a few months ago. I was in such a different place. It's just crazy how much can change in like three or four months. But I was like, you know, I I think there are just, you know, good people and, and bad situations. I don't know if there's really like bad energies. It's just, I don't even know what I was saying. And he was like, no, <laughs> there is evil in this world. And um, it's weird. Uh, just from him saying that, I started to notice the evil. I feel like human consciousness is about waking up. And it's about waking up people next to you, right? When you are, are when you are living, you are alive, you are being, you are feeling, you are awake. And that's what we mean by consciousness. You are aware. And so friendship and community and support, it's about gently tapping the person next to you. And it's about tapping the shoulder of the person next to you and gently waking them up. That is what a collective consciousness is about. But if you're not awake, you're not going to notice when the person next to you is not awake because you're asleep. (laughs) Oh my God, that was such an Alan Watts line. (laughs) Oh my God. Like, not actually, but like, why do I sound like Alan Watts right now? Um, I listened to a lot of Alan Watts at like age 21 and 20. Like a lot. Like, why was I listening to Alan Watts so much? (laughs) Um, yeah, so (laughs) I think I missed this. I think I missed just hitting that little red button and pressing record and just letting it come out. Um, I think we do that in relationships. Like, that's what we use our partners for. And that could go either way. <laughs> could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. <laughs> um, I think from that same place, though, like when that place in your heart is open, whether you're, what you're sharing is to the world or to your partner or to your mom or to your friend, that's the important part, that, that, that your heart is open in that way. And that it doesn't matter who you're speaking to, but that your heart remains open. And, oh my God, I, I think one of my greatest fears is just to go go some time with a closed heart and not have 
someone there next to me to notice and to gently wake me up or for me to just go a long time and not even notice and to just be shut off from the world and I think there are ways that we could be connected to the world but then still shut off but I never want to feel so disconnected that like I can't even express gratitude for my very existence and I can't even find pleasure in the sun freaking touching my skin and you know just the daily exhilarations from ordinary life that make life extraordinary I never want to not notice those things I never want to be so sleep that none of it means anything to me because it is everything And you can call that being a highly sensitive person. You can call it being, I don't fucking know, just a weird girl. (laughs) I've just always been a weird girl, but I'm okay with that. (laughs) Because I do, I go to the beach and people stare at me because of just probably just the amount of joy that I get that I derive just from walking up and starting to feel the ocean's breeze and when you get that first glimmer the sparkle from the ocean when it peeks over from your from where your eyesight is and and you finally see the ocean and then if it's a if if it's a perfect sunny day (laughs) that shine that glitter it's so it's so girly it's so beautiful and it just feels like the most feminine thing I I walk up to the ocean and I just feel like I'm home and not every ocean can do that to me (laughs) but on the right day and the right ocean I feel like everything is okay Maybe I'm just a poet. I think I would be normal if I could, if it wasn't so hard. Um, Being normal is very, very hard for me. (laughs) Oh God, uh, I just tense up and I start to sweat a lot. And um, I don't like fast, I don't like quick and in a hurry um I don't like small talk like I want to feel you (laughs) I want to absorb your energies and if they're bad then like I don't want you anywhere near me but like 
when I when I sense some energies that I want to explore, I'm like, mm, who are you? Where are you from? What do you like to do? And that is not like a romantic thing. It's I mean, it could be, but like and it's not a sexual thing. It's just a thing. And um It's a different feeling than like love at first sight or like meeting your person because I have felt that former feeling for a lot of people. Um, I felt it the other day when I took a pit stop at this really gorgeous hotel and um, I ate there and I see this girl like by the pool this woman and um, I just watched her float around and she had this beautiful energy and like she just had this genuine smile on her face and no one else around the area had that kind of energy and her energy was magnetic um, and it was very, um, it like, you know, just, it pulled you in. Yeah. Magnetic is the right word. <laughs> um, and I had the opportunity to have a conversation with her and I wish I had told her about, you know, how I felt about our energy, but I hope she could tell just from how we were talking, but, um, we exchanged some tidbits about ourselves, and uh, I left feeling good about that exchange. I left feeling like, okay, I'm probably never going to see her again, but I know I I met that girl for a reason. Um, she showed me, like, that was a great example of some, like, really divine feminine energy. And it wasn't, and it's, that's not like an isolated thing. It's not this one thing that like every woman has the same divine feminine energy. It's not that. It's when you see a woman in her divine feminine energy. So it's like, oh, I've never seen that before. That's because that's authentically, uniquely, genuinely you. And so, of course, you're never going to like see that. Like, you're never going to see it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I see her again and she's in her energy she's in alignment then I'm going to get to experience that again but otherwise I'm not ever going to experience that energy again because that's hers and so I think the confusion comes in when everyone's trying to fit this idea of what we think feminine energy is and it's like no it's just you being you you doing the things that you want to do being the person that you want like that you know you are but you're just not embodying her and it's tough and it's literally a daily choice an hourly choice that you have to make but that's the thing it's a choice you are never stuck in an energy in a a blend of energies energies that you don't want to be and you don't have to be you don't have to stay there you don't ever have to stay there and when you start to step into your energy people are going to say you're weird what's wrong with you 
like you're gonna get that like all the time and if it's not like explicitly said to you it's felt trust me like people will give the energies that speak that (laughs) and so what do you do you have another choice do you go back to what was uncomfortable or do you step fully in and so when you see a woman that continually makes the choice to step in fully that's when things get interesting (laughs) that's when things get interesting but you can't ever look at that woman like oh well she just had this or that or it's because this like don't don't ever shit on like like a woman's authentic feminine energy because you likely have no idea what it takes to embody that. You have no idea what she's been through. You cannot fake it. Like, hey, people fake it all the time and they get really rich and famous off of it. Right? But when you see it for real, for real, then you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> What was that other thing? Because this is the real deal. But you have to go out there. And and if you don't see a woman already in your life embodying that, trying to, then you have to go and do it yourself. And most likely you'll inspire people around you or you will just meet. You Once you start to give off that energy, you start to meet women that have that same energy. Trust and believe. <laughs> um, yeah, because you you attract what you put out. So, um, back to how it feels different. Because that, I just went on a tangent about what it's like when I meet another woman or just meet a woman who is magnetic in some way to me. And a lot of people will mistake that feeling for, oh, well, that means we must have sex. (laughs) Oh, well, that must mean we're supposed to be best friends for life. Oh, that must mean that, like, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that, like, in that moment in time, like, you two were supposed to to meet. And there's no point in trying to force a connection. I don't know. I'm rambling again. Okay, but that is how I feel about other women. Yeah, that is how I feel about other women. Um, I, I've never experienced a romantic attraction for a woman i've experienced physical attraction to other women but it wasn't like i've ever experienced with a man therefore i've never desired to be with a woman sexually because let's say um Let's say sex with a woman feels like it would, to me, it seems like it would be um, like a Jolly Rancher. (laughs) 
Whereas sex with a man, like my like my attraction level to woman a woman is like a Jolly Rancher, or like let's just say like a, a small Hershey's Kisses. Um, my like my desire for like a woman, but like my desire for a man is like a fucking wedding cake, like like that. So there, you know. So it's like, do you go after the wedding cake or do you go after the Hershey's Kisses? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying women aren't divinely gorgeous and beautiful and like, uh, I've met so many women that I'm like, oh my god, you know. It's, but it's just, I'm not attracted to women in that way. And I like, and I've met a lot of men that I feel like would say the same thing that like, okay, they can acknowledge that a man, another man is attractive. They might even say the same thing that it's a Hershey's Kisses, but then with a woman, it's a fucking wedding cake. (laughs) So I'm more of a wedding cake kind of gal. Um, But yeah, so, but that is that is how hmm, that describes the sexual attraction thing but that magnetic pool can just happen with any gender any any kind of situation right it could it could be a family member that you just feel a magnetism with that you feel more connected to than other family members um a, a platonic attraction and then there's um I wonder if Jordan Peterson makes more money from podcasts or from his book. <laughs> um anyways. Okay, I am clearly avoiding talking about this, but I have to let it out because um, I'm struggling with it, I think. Yeah, I know, I know. There's no thinking, I know. I'm in a heightened state of creativity. Um, I've been in this place for past couple weeks. I've also, I've also smoked a lot of weed. Um... Some days I'm just on a weed and water diet. It's really bad. Um, I'm doing fine, though. Finding my balance constantly. Because, um... For the first time, I want... I have a I want to be my best self because I have a muse. Muse is not the right word. Motivation is not the right word. An inspiration. I want to be a muse, a motivation, but those don't describe the feelings that I have. For this person. I don't I don't know the feelings that I have for this person. Cuz I've never felt this before. <laughs> 
So I'm having to find the words for the first time. And so I've been listening to a lot of Beyonce and Doja Cat while I'm in this heightened state of creativity. I've honestly just been searching and searching and searching for some for the things that describe how I'm feeling. I've been searching in art, you know, searching in music. I've been searching on social media. I've been I've been reading. I literally fled the country. <laughs> um, and I feel like most of the puzzle is together there's still some missing pieces and I don't know why and I don't know if it's just myself or if I am just crazy and this is not my person but I just cannot shake how I felt when I saw them in real life for the first time before this, up until this point, I was chilling. I was cooling. Um, just kind of dumped somebody else. Was just trying to move on. Um, I was in my bag. I was traveling. I was like down for just kind of anything. Down for whatever. Open to whatever. And then I met this person and something kind of shifted. It wasn't, and I couldn't, I couldn't uh, articulate it. I didn't understand. Um, like how I'm feeling now is not how I was feeling initially. I was just kind of confused. I was, uh, was very, very confused. But still trying to play it cool, but still being like, why does this feel different? Why is it different this time? I'm usually so good at this. <laughs> this like this is easy for me, right? Like when I was in college, I made it my goal to get good at dates. And I went on a lot of first dates just to get comfortable on first dates. And I got really good at it. Like I'm pretty good at dates. Like I thought I was good at dates. I was like, if there's nothing that I'm good at, it's I'm a bomb first date. <laughs> I always knew I could make a backup living for just being an escort, <laughs> a plus one. Um, I'm a damn good plus one. Okay, so when I wasn't in this situation, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's it's been a few years since I had a bad date. It's been a few years since I turned into this awkward little thing on a date. So what's happening now? And I will say that there was this immediate initial physical attraction that I was like, oh, shit. And at the moment, I didn't really I was just kind of like, oh, shit. And I kind of froze. And then... I froze, and then um, then what happened? I just was trying to like make the most of it, and like not let how how cold I was from being frozen <laughs> affect me. <laughs> but I think it still did. Um, and then in hindsight, a few 
like a week or so later, I, I realized it was a very, very, very similar feeling that I had when I first met my ex. <laughs> um, and I was like, whoa. I wasn't frozen, though, but I was just kind of like, whoa, who is that? I need him. He's mine now. <laughs> um it was it wasn't even like that. I'm being dramatic. It was kind of just like, "Wow, who is that?" Mm. And I wasn't really going to act on it, but he acted on it. So then I was like, "Okay, that means you're mine." Um and that's what I do. Like I I I decide, "Oh, I'm attracted to this guy, but like I'm not going to I'm not even going to pursue it. I'm going to see if he pursues me." If he doesn't pursue me, then it's then we're not going to be together. Um, and I guess that's how it happens on dating apps too, because I'll match with a guy and like, say I'm like super attracted to him. I really want him. No matter what, I will not message first. Like I used to message first in college because I was like just trying to date and like get experiences and stuff. But then, you know, as I was a little older and I was still on dating apps last year, I got on, um, First, I tried the league for a little while. Shout out to Sinead, because I first heard about the league from you. And I think then my friend brought it up a couple years later. Um, And so I decided to give it a shot. And um, I got on. I didn't have to pay anything, but I didn't like that it was like only three matches a day. So I was only on for like a few weeks. And it was like a weekend is when I met this person that I'm talking about. Um, and I, <laughs> I actually explicitly manifested him um, because of his career field. Like I said to myself, I want to date a guy in this career field because I want to get better at this. Like I want to be knowledgeable, more knowledgeable about this area. And so I said, I want to date such and such kind of person. And then literally a week later, I met him. So my life is just very interesting. Um, Yeah, so same feeling I had when I met my last ex. And... um, And so to me, that meant, okay, we're going to be a thing. Me and you are going to be a thing. That's all I've known. That's all all I've known for sure is that I don't know when or how or in what way, but I just have felt this entire time since I first met this person, like, I don't know, a year or so ago, that we're going to be a thing. So I've known that much, but what's different this time around is because, um, well, I want, I, I spent my, my early twenties being pretty adamant about the fact that I didn't want kids and, uh, yeah, I just was very, very close to getting my tubes tied when I was 22, but no doctor would do it for me because they kept saying I would change my mind, so I was very angry. 
um, doctors for that for a while. But turns out they were right. They kept saying, when you meet the guy, you'll change your mind. And I'm like, I don't have to meet a person to know that I don't want to have kids. Like, it doesn't matter who my partner is. Like, he's going to have to be okay with me not wanting kids. <laughs> that was me. And then that happened. So it's mom- it's moments like that when you're like, fuck. Why are women so fucking... Why do they know everything? Why Why are women... Oh, women are really like, like, ooh, there's something like you're just like, damn, there's that energy. You know, what I'm saying? like, it's just that collectiveness that only women shit. Ooh, fuck. You was right. Because um, now suddenly I want to have a kid. Not 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 soon, like not like right now not next year but like suddenly I'm okay like I I desire that in some way and I'm associating it with this guy they could not they could be totally not connected and I'm just connecting them myself that like oh because I know that you're going to be in my life that means that you must are going to be my baby daddy since my feelings of wanting to be a mother are happening at the same time of my feelings of wanting you to be in my life or knowing that you're going to be in my life. Okay. That's actually a valid... <laughs> Because my assumption has has been that, that like, clearly this is my baby daddy, right? Clearly this is the man that I'm going to build a life with. But he could very much just be a stepping stone to the actual guy. But either way... The date was so bad. Right? It's not like I, I I felt this way. And then immediately we had a connection. Immediately, like, things started rolling. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of like, you know, like that fling kind of feeling or that twin flame kind of feeling where it's like, whoosh, together we are a flame and we are just, yeah. We are one now, you know? It wasn't that way. Maybe because we live in different states. Maybe because uh, the attraction wasn't mutual. Which I feel like, no. But I don't know. Um, It could be so many. It could be so many things. But it wasn't like we caught caught a flame so there's that right there's immediately I know you're going to be in my life suddenly I'm in a phase where I wait immediately I want you to be in my life but the date was terrible 
and then suddenly I'm in a phase where I want a baby, right? It's those three things. The fourth thing is that when I left his city after meeting him, and then I went back and um, studied more of his work and learned more about him, then it was like my feelings started to started to like grow. And then I went back to my city feeling more inspired than I've ever felt. Um I I was like, wow, this guy does so much. He's very dedicated. He has a plan. He has a mission, a passion. Whether or not he's happy right now, or whether or not... Uh, Like, regardless of how he feels right now, look at what he's done. Look at his track record. Look at where he is and the things that he's saying right now. And imagine if he had an, another layer of happiness in his life. Imagine if he had another row of needs being met. Imagine how much greater he could do, how much better he could be. Imagine if you could be that for him in some way. Mm. That's what feels strangely divine about it. So number one, I immediately knew that me and this person were going to be a thing in some way that he was going to be in my life. Number two, the date was shitty and all my dates are great. (laughs) Number three, suddenly I want a baby. Yeah, yeah, I think I can have a baby. Um, I pick him. Four, really it's four and five. Four is suddenly I'm so inspired. Suddenly I I have all these ideas, that creative energy, that sexual energy. Suddenly it's just awoken in me in a way I've never felt before. And number five, I just want to take care of some of your needs. Could just be a really crazy crush. <laughs> or it could be something more.
I want to be the girl he wants. And so having Beyonce and Doja on repeat, (laughs) it was like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. And I want to be careful not to just adopt someone else's experience, but in my search, you know, I've been, I've driven, I drove like 40 hours in like two weeks. So that's a lot of driving. (laughs) I listened to a lot of different albums by different artists. And, um, you know, searching for something that pinpointed how I was feeling. And I found a little bit in the weekend, especially when I was in L.A. (laughs) And I listened to a lot of Jason Aldean. And, um, but I listened to a lot of Beyonce and a lot of, and I'm just getting into Doja Cat, but I particularly resonated with Beyonce's lyrics and it finally started to make sense to me. Everything that she was saying, the crazy in love, the dangerously in love, the drunk in love, (laughs) the I just want to be the girl you like. Rocket. (laughs) Rocket. Rocket. If you know, you know. Uh, so then I started to feel less crazy about it because here's someone who has experienced what I have experienced and look at what she's done in life. Look at how she's, look how far she's gone and look at, you know, look at who she is, who she became. And she was singing about this 20 years ago. So, perhaps she was on to something, (laughs) and perhaps I am too. And there are a few women on Instagram whose words have been resonating with me lately. Women that I know have experienced something deeper than love something deeper something consuming something not of this world something divine that in short we just call love But it's beyond love. It's beyond life. It's energetic. It's planetary. It's cosmic. (laughs) It's out of this world. It's magnetic.
two polar opposites needing each other to advance, to expand, to evolve, to create new life. That's why I want you And because I want you, I need you. And it's because I want you that I need you. And it's because I want you that I need you.